0: Last year, the American Board of Medical Specialties adopted new standards for its Maintenance of Certification, or MOC, program, and those are now being put into effect. Supporters of the new requirements say that having more frequent assessment drives physicians to improve their performance, and that's good for patients and the healthcare system. But critics argue that the program isn't very relevant for daily practice, and it's just one more task that keeps busy doctors away from actually working for their patients. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Stephen Weinberger, Executive Vice President and CEO of the American College of Physicians. Dr. Weinberger, can you give us a brief history of MOC? What was the original goal of the program, and what did it look like in the early years?
1: Well, the original goal of the program was to assure that physicians would be keeping up with the ever-changing information base in medicine. And... The concern was that physicians who had certified originally a number of years ago could end up going through a professional career without necessarily keeping up with those changes. The second thing that came up was concern that the certification process originally measured knowledge that physicians had, whereas there was a lot more concern about whether that knowledge was actually being translated into appropriate patient care, and it was important for physicians to be measuring the quality of their care over time, so essentially self-assessing the quality of their practice, so that the American Board of Medical Specialties and various component boards decided it would be worthwhile to have a maintenance of certification program, which I believe started around 2000 or so.
0: And then how do the new MOC standards differ from those earlier versions?
1: Well, the new MOC standards, and I should say that I am speaking from the vantage point of a physician organization, not from the vantage point of the boards. So we are an external observer. We are not the organization that actually develops the maintenance of certification program at all. But the current standards that the American Board of Medical Specialties putting into place in 2015 supports the more continuous process of maintenance of certification. So in the past, it had been a process that could take place once every 10 years, and physicians would often cram everything into the last year, the various components of the maintenance of certification process. As things go with the new process, and this is certainly something that the board that is involved with internal medicine which is my specialty, has been putting into place is a more continuous process where there need to be some milestones that are achieved either every two years or every five years, and then, at least in the case of internal medicine, an examination every ten years. But it's not the sort of thing where people can just go for nine years then do everything in the last year. They have to do things in a more continuous way. The other thing is it really standardizes for the various specialty boards, the need for components of self-assessment of knowledge, self-assessment of practice, and then some sort of examination process, an external evaluation to assure that physicians are keeping up with their knowledge.
0: And what do you think the ABMS got right in these new standards? What are the improvements that you see?
1: Well, I think that looking at the new standards... The fact that there appears to be an interest in flexibility and looking at innovative ways of handling the process, I think that is a positive move. One of the concerns sort of all along has been that there's been a significant inconsistency across the different specialty boards. And if we look at the reaction that the various Physicians and physician organizations have had, it's varied quite a bit from organization to organization and specialty to specialty. And a lot of that is based on the fact that there are very different processes involved by the different organizations. And although this is not specified in the 2015 requirements of the American Board of Medical Specialties, I know that one of the things that they are very much interested in is trying to get a handle on what all of the constituent boards are doing so that some of the best practices could perhaps be disseminated from one board to another to try to change some of the dissatisfaction that is present.
0: Speaking of the individual boards, the one you mentioned, the American Board of Internal Medicine, Mm -hmm. proposed some changes to MOC that the American College of Physicians was a little concerned about. Have those concerns been addressed?
1: Well, we've been trying to work very hard with the American Board of Internal Medicine, and we have received a lot of complaints from our members over the past year or two about the maintenance of certification program being quite burdensome for physicians, not necessarily being relevant to their practice, being costly, and certainly being time-consuming for them. And although ACP does feel that physician accountability is important and we have a formal policy that supports the concept of maintenance of certification, we have been trying hard to address some of the areas of concern to get ABIM to reform the process. So the principle, we believe, is correct, but we believe that the implementation of the principle in the actual requirements and the way that MOC is implemented that that needs to be reformed. And over time, we are seeing that the American Board of Internal Medicine is being more flexible about some of the concerns that have taken place. So, for example, there has been a lot of concern about the secure examination, what's sometimes called the Part 3 component of maintenance of certification. And many of the physicians complain that the examination is not relevant to their particular practice, is more testing knowledge and memory rather than judgment and the way that people actually practice, that these days, physicians often need to look up specific facts, and they shouldn't be tested on those, but rather should have an opportunity to look things up. And the American Board of Internal Medicine has established an ad hoc task force to try to look at how the examination could be redesigned to address some of those concerns. Another area has been in assessment of practice. There has been concerns that what are called the PIMS, performance or practice improvement modules, are very time consuming, burdensome, and do not really help physicians. And the ABIM has made a commitment to be accepting or more flexible about what types of self-evaluation of practice they would be accepting. So if there are registries, for example, if there are practice measurements or performance measurements that are obtained by a practice or a hospital or a medical group, that they will be looking into accepting more of those things so that... There are not extra burdens added to the physician, but measurements that are done as part of normal practice by an organization or by an electronic medical record or registry, that those things can be done, and the physician does not have to do extra work. So these are all things in process, and we've been working hard to advocate for these, and I would say we've been pleased that there has been receptivity from the American Board of Internal Medicine on this, but we still think that there's a lot of work yet to be done.
0: In a Perspective article, Tierstein argues that the data supporting the value of MOC altogether are ambiguous at best. So in your mind, how strong is the evidence in favor of MOC in general?
1: I think that the evidence is somewhat ambiguous. And there has been concern that some of the publications that are out there have actually been produced by the board and the question of a conflict of interest and how one actually interprets the data are out there. I'll give you my own personal perspective on this, which I think that probably the most important value of the maintenance of certification process is just to have incentive for the physician to be reviewing and integrating clinical information and updates that he or she might not necessarily otherwise take the time to do. So I personally think that the value of maintenance of certification is to have that extra incentive to do the kinds of things that a physician would like to do in terms of keeping up and integrating information when if there were not that extra incentive to do it, the physician might not necessarily do it. I think that one also has to balance what evidence there is versus the amount of imposition on the physician, whether it be time, whether it be cost, time away from the practice, time away from patients, all of these sorts of things. So it's a very complicated type of assessment to really figure out what is the true value of maintenance of certification versus the imposition that it places upon the physician.
0: Finally, and given those pluses and those minuses, what effect do you think the new MOC program is going to have on medicine over the long run?
1: I think a lot of that depends on how receptive the boards will be to recognize that they have a dual responsibility. They have a responsibility certainly to the public to assure the quality of the physicians who are providing care. And they also have a responsibility to physicians to assure that the process is actually helping the way that physicians deliver care and is not unduly burdensome. And at one extreme, if those needs of the physicians are not met very well. I do have concern that there will be physicians who will be retiring early who say that this is a very burdensome process that I don't feel like going through. I don't feel like it's helping my patients. It's taking time away from my patients. It's also taking time away from my family. There is also the potential for driving medical students and residents away from certain specialties if they feel that those specialties have an unduly burdensome maintenance of certification process that's at one extreme on the other extreme if the boards are responsive to the concerns and can adjust the processes and reform the processes accordingly i think that there can be significant benefits there can be benefits certainly in terms of the quality of care there can be benefits in terms of physician's knowledge and ability to keep up to date. So it's really where in that spectrum will the boards fall in terms of their responsibility to and responsiveness to both the patient community and the physician community.
0: Thank you, Dr. Weinberger.